Hodgepodge, a thick and nourishing vegetable stew with origins from the East Coast, particularly Nova Scotia. Its name coming from an English term meaning mixture. Welcome to our HodgePodgeCast, an end-of-the-road beginnings production, where we explore and discuss a wide range of topics from the culinary and entrepreneurial worlds, stories from our past, journeys into the future, interviews and insights with friends and guests, and just about anything else we find interesting. I'm Nikki. And I'm Adam. And we're both so happy that you found us. Through this podcast, we hope you get to know us more, both personally and professionally, and we hope you enjoy following along in our adventures. If we're lucky, we're going to make some wonderful connections along the way. With that being said, and since we're all here now, let's get some HodgePodgeCast on the stove. Welcome back to our HodgePodgeCast. This hey, is hey. episode six. Very exciting. Yeah, so uh, we've been doing an origin story series. So this is number six. Uh, so far, we've talked about our, our lives before each other, our lives when we met. Um, a, little, a little episode on each one of us personally. Yeah, and then uh, then we we were in camp for a while. That's where we met. And then we, we made the decision to come to Calgary. So we talked about our travels to get here. And then we talked about us kind of settling into our new lives in Calgary with our jobs, our, our, you know, the surroundings. We got our cats and now, now we're ready to go. Yeah, episode five kind of kind of ended with uh, us getting settled in. And, uh, and now this episode is going to be kind of our first full year in Calgary. Yeah. Um, you know, after those first nine months of, of settling in in 2018, now we're going to get into kind of the, the meat and potatoes of us being here. Um, we actually tried to combine this episode uh, as a 2019-2020 episode, but um, after we, we got through the 2019 part, we were like, man, a lot of stuff really happened in 2019. So yeah. so we're going to break it up, and, and this will be the, our 2019, and uh, then we'll, we'll give 2020 an episode onto itself. Yeah, but actually this episode will start a little bit in 2018. Yeah, that's right. We've um, got to backtrack just slightly because we, we had a big moment at the end of 2018. Yeah, so uh, in our last episode, our camp episode, we talked about um, how we always kind of knew that we would be uh, together forever, but um, we didn't... Uh, we didn't want to get engaged or, or kind of take any of those those big steps while we were still at camp. Yeah, we had never really had like a, a relationship outside of that environment. Yeah. We weren't, we used to call it, we, you know, once we started living life on our own terms, yeah. <laughs> then we'd move forward. Yeah, exactly. So so we were set up in Calgary now and, and I had to start the planning. Um, I knew that I wanted to get Nikki a custom engagement ring one that I was kind of I'd been looking into it a lot um, and and I wanted to design something for my by myself uh, to give to her um, I knew my grandmother had uh, an engagement ring um, that had another diamond added to it um, for just just to become a, a regular ring uh, for her to wear and she passed that down to my mom and, and I thought it would be a real special thing to have my, the diamonds taken from my granny's ring and turned into a custom ring for you. I know that you and my granny, had you had met, you guys would have 
hit it off. You guys would have been uh, best friends. Um, and you never got a chance to meet her. So mm-hmm. um, I thought this would be a nice way to kind of uh, pull in, uh, you know, another aspect of my family uh, to, to kind of bring into your world. And and I really started looking into designing the ring. Um, and, and one of the things that I kind of found was that a two ring or sorry, a two stone ring kind of represents the coming together of two lives. Um, so I thought that would be a great, great way to incorporate it. We also have uh, uh, some arrow imagery that comes up and some puzzle imagery. Before in you our... get too far into the design, I, I'm going to jump in and say that I genuinely had zero clue or inclination that you were doing any of this mm-hmm. or any, uh, you know, you kind of st- even started the process further back because you had asked my dad for permission to yeah, <laughs> permission yeah. to marry me back just like in a movie yeah at christmas um in 2017 when we were there which there was, was a snowstorm on christmas eve and we were out shoveling christmas morning and i thought that would be a great opportunity to ask so i had the 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 father future and uh, son-in-law conversation and then <laughs> but i i knew nothing about that like i i was kind of again I, we knew it was something that was going to be part of our future mm-hmm. um but i was pretty in the dark about all the all the plans that you had going on um, on your own. And so I'm going to let you get into all the details about about that process mm-hmm. for yourself. And then I will say I, I was really surprised once, you know, it all came to fruition about how many things you, you really nailed without us even talking about it. So I'll jump in on that later. Mm-hmm. But um, so my you mom really took the reins. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> my mom, my mom helped out a lot. She was, of course, very excited and and you know wanted to to be a part of it so she she found a couple of jewelry places and 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 i ended up going with this place called uh goldsmiths and it was just down the street from where we live it's about a 10 or 15 minute walk um and it was a little bit just out of the way on my way home from work so i would stop in uh to this goldsmiths place um after work sometimes before you get home well you were lucky because i'd go to like the gym after work sometimes and stuff yeah (laughs) But I, I uh, you used your time well. Yeah, I took I took my ideas to this place. I met with this uh, jeweler named Cat. Uh, coincidentally, coincidentally, yeah. <laughs> and and I kind of told her what I wanted in the ring, and and I gave her some sketches that I had done, um, and she really took my design and turned it into exactly kind of what I was picturing. Um, yeah, arrows are kind of a like a, a little bit of symbolism in our in our relationship uh, since the beginning there's there's a hey rosetta song that i really like that has a really good line about arrows and and to me arrows are just you know straight ahead moving forward um towards a target and a goal and yeah and and as a couple we've always kind of just had that uh value to to really build our own path and, and live or create uh you know a life together that's that's intentional and meaningful mm-hmm. and just kind of full of of what we really want it to be in yeah. gold and stuff. So so I my idea was to take an arrow and kind of wrap it around the finger um, so you would kind of see the point of the arrow and the feathers and and then in between the it would wrap around and where they would connect would be with the two diamonds. So, um, like I said, Kat took my design. She, she really turned it into something tangible and amazing. Um, and, and so I had the ring ready and, and your sister was actually visiting in October. I had the ring ready to go. I was just waiting for the opportune time. I still didn't know I was going to possibly 
propose on Christmas. I found out that that was not a good idea to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll say why later. But yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so so yeah, like uh, Jess was in town, and and I I'm sure I wanted to show it to her, but I probably just never got the opportunity because I can't I can't hold a secret like that. <laughs> um, so and you know my mom, I'd sent pictures to my mom, and I had to say like delete them, like you know, and I had to delete them from my phone because I didn't want Nikki to find out. I took it to work. I showed people at work. Like everybody knew. Oh yeah, by the time me. it happened, he, he was like everybody already yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so now I had the ring, um, and, and it's, it's, it's time to get engaged. So, um, so you decided not to do it at Christmas. Yeah. I, I, I pushed my plans forward instead of doing it at Christmas. Um, Nikki had actually, you know, expressed that she was, you know, uh, wanting to get out of the city for a weekend, uh, just to relax, decompress. Yeah. Work had been really busy and you actually had a random, it was in November. Um, you had a, a random Friday off and I, really out of nowhere, I was just like, you know what? I'm taking a half day and we're going to go out to the mountains. We had been talking about doing the Nordic spa at, uh, in Kananaskis. Mm-hmm. Hadn't had the chance to do that and was just really feeling like that would be a, a good recharge. So we had, we booked, a bo- I booked half a day off work. We booked a night at uh, the Kananaskis, what is it, uh, Pomeroy or whatever. Yeah, it was a, it was a Delta or, yeah. So it's, it's a Marriott, it's a Marriott property. property. Yeah. So we booked a room and we're just going to kind of have a nice, nice quick night out of the city. Yep. And so, so Nikki was at work. Uh, that morning so it was november 16th yeah Yeah. nikki was at work and i spent the morning hanging out with the cats and writing my speech uh that i was going to use for my proposal um and you know it was it was hard uh, because i had so many things i wanted to say i wrote seven or eight different versions of it and poor adam unbeknownst to me i'm probably stressing him out more because i'm texting him being like i'm sorry babe i'm gonna be late works a shit show nothing's going right i'm never gonna get out of here on time yeah and uh and i don't know if that was helpful or more stressful it was probably more stressful but (laughs) it gave me maybe a little bit more time before you got home but you got home and we had packed the night before um ready to go but i had a couple extra things um and i was starting to show signs of a little bit of a of weirdness oh yeah like i've you know just because of traveling so much um even you know when i used to live in ontario my job was very travel heavy so i've always been a bag lady so once we settled in calgary i kind of tried to make it a goal to to stop being that way you know you don't have to pack your whole life with you every time you walk out the door um and we tried to do a lot of these little overnight trips uh to the mountains or wherever so i was always aiming to to take less each time so i literally wanted to walk out the door with a duffel bag yeah. because we were going for literally 12 hours um and all of a sudden i turn around we're about to walk out the door and there's like eight bags at the door and i'm like what in the hell is happening i had my tripod <laughs> and my camera bag and you know some and, changes and, of clothes yeah and we had kind of said we'd bring nice clothes because we were gonna have a nice dinner yep and, and i was trying to set to it up it was November, so I was going to obviously wear boots. Thank yeah. God you reminded me to bring indoor shoes. Yeah. But I didn't know why. And yeah, he had a tripod and a camera. And I was I just am... being a little weird. Yeah. And of course, we were bringing some drinks that we could have uh, and some mix. So we had a couple cans of pop. And as I was putting them into a bag, 
I dropped one. It hit the ground, smashed. It started spraying pop everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And we're still finding spots on the wall years later that we, you know, from that day. But yeah. And the weirdest, the weirdest thing he did, and I, I genuinely, I don't know, I didn't know what I was thinking at the time, but um, it was about one o'clock when we were heading out the door-ish, and uh, I hadn't eaten yet that day, and I'm, I'm a person that gets hangry so <laughs> so I needed I knew I needed some food before we hit the road and I said uh you know you wanted to stop at subway and get a six inch we'll have it along the way whatever um and he goes no no I don't no <laughs> I was like why why you love subway and he but he always gets spicy Italian yeah he always gets the same thing hot sauce banana peppers and he goes not good for breath <laughs> yeah and he goes no I don't want to have spicy Italian breath uh, when we get out there. We'll just have a snack when we get out there and or something. And I was like, what in the hell are you talking about? Okay. Yep. So, sure. so we, we had a nice drive out. We get to, to Kananaskis. Uh, you know, she, she didn't question me. She must have put, t- uh, yeah, taken I down her PI guard. Yeah, I don't know what. I was probably because I was already flustered from work. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't care. Let's just get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a nice drive out. Uh, we get there and it's about an hour before check-in. Um, and Nikki says, let's go check in. And I said, no, let's go for a walk. It's still another hour. And she said, it's probably ready and you work for the company. So just go see if we can go check in. <laughs> she still hadn't eaten, eaten. And I had suggested that we go for a walk in the November cold mountain wind. Um, and so she reluctantly said, fine. Uh, she humored me and and we went for a walk and and we went for a walk to this place called lookout four and lookout four just overlooks a valley uh where there's a golf course we don't really look at the golf course but there's a nice stream going it's through just a it. beautiful view beautiful view there's mountains in the background and it's just stunning and um I actually abandoned my plan to bring the tripod with us on the walk and I was going to bring my camera and set it up and take a video and tell you to go stand and look at the mountains because I was going to get an artistic shot of us standing in front of the mountains with the camera and, and I had this whole ploy and then I was going to hit record and walk over and then get down on one knee but I bailed on that because I saw that it wasn't going the way it was supposed to it was freezing and Nikki hadn't eaten so <laughs> so I was just like no camera uh, and you were nervous and I was nervous and uh, and so you know, we, we were out there and, and you know, um, I just cleared out a little snow from the ground. I got down on one knee and and I proposed. Yes, you did. And she said yes. <laughs> yes, I did. And so now we're engaged. It was awesome. And and actually, I have the copy of the, uh, the, uh, the proposal, if you'd like to hear it. It starts out, Nikki... You are no. I'm just joking. I don't have it. <laughs> we do have. We it do somewhere. have it somewhere, but I'm not going to read it for you now. Yeah. No. It was a. It was a really. I stopped being cold and hungry after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was. It was a really lovely moment. Um, the hotel staff went above and beyond. Like somebody you worked with was dating somebody that worked there, and they had kind of tipped them off as to what was happening. So. Yeah. We ended up with this really beautiful room and like champagne. A two-story loft, yeah. like overlooking, you know, the bedroom. I don't even think you knew that was happening. Um, no, I knew, I knew there was something in the works, and they had dropped off some 
beautiful strawberries and a lovely card and a yeah. bottle of champagne. Or so, a so they or really made it made it brilliant. Is yeah, that the they, yeah, that, that was the, making it making it brilliant. Yeah, they really made it brilliant. But um, no, it was a really special, obviously, moment. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, some of the things that I I had mentioned that you know. Again, we knew at some point this would be part of our, our journey, but we hadn't really talked about, like, big specifics mm-hmm. around getting engaged or anything like that. Yeah. And so then after it happened, like, I was obviously really um, taken, swept away with, you know, how much effort you had put into it and stuff. But you really nailed a lot of specific things that I don't think we had ever talked about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a fan of, of cookie cutter stuff, so the fact that you had just taken the time to really design like a unique and and significant and one of a kind ring. piece. Yeah. Not even one of a kind, but it just it really meant like there was a lot of, of significance and, and intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really special. Um, you know, the fact that that it was somewhere where we were kind of away for a weekend and and were able to just uh, take you didn't have time, to go to work the next day. Go to work the next yeah. day, or or talk to people immediately. Like we we really had the ability to just kind of enjoy the moment, just the two of mm-hmm. us, um, and and share what and when we wanted to share it. So it was, yeah, you you did good, babe. Nice. Well, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm glad you said yes. Um, and then so we, we we went into the room and uh, after the proposal and they had all these nice things. And the funny thing is uh, we don't really like like uh, sparkling wine that much. We like uh, Bambino um, and probably some, you know, nicer ones, but we don't get to drink those uh, that often. But this bottle of, of whatever it was tasted so good. Oh, yeah. It was, we drank the, the, the whole the thing. Yeah, yeah, the one the hotel gave us. We drank the whole thing. And by the end of it, we had already, like, had, you know, a vision for the wedding. Um, we already had most of the guest list. Like, we, <laughs> because we're planners. Yeah. Have we mentioned that? Yeah, we just, we couldn't even wait. So we, we started and, and, and then we went down, had a lovely dinner. Um, they really treated us really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was such a great experience overall. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was our engagement. Yeah, that so by the a... time we got home 12 hours later or whatever it was, we had most of the guest list done and we knew for sure that it was going to be on the East Coast. Yeah. So now we now we had a wedding to plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that really kind of brings so us to that, the end yeah, of that 2018. Was, that was the very end of yeah. 2018. And, and of course, when you get engaged and, and you've got other things on the go, like we were planning, um, the next year was going to be very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we had a lot of milestones and a lot of things uh, that went on. Um you know, uh, one of the things we, we actually saw a lot of shows in 2019, thankfully, yeah, so as we were kind of talking this episode through, I, we saw a lot of concerts. In yeah. And, and thankfully, because, you know, haven't been to a concert in, in a long time now, but uh, going to see live music has always been a big love of mine. Um, you know, a musician uh, standing up in front of a bunch of people pouring their heart out. And, and it's just it, it means so much to me to go see that. Um, and so, and I was not like, I'm not a big, or I was never a big concert goer, um, mm -hmm. before we met. So that was something that, uh, you really shared with me in the early parts of our relationship. We went to, uh, you know, you shared your favorite bands with me and we were able to go to a few other concerts and Mm -hmm. stuff. So that's something that very much became a part of, of 
stuff we do in our relationship. Yeah. So for Christmas for 2019, um, or sorry, 2018, I got you tickets to go see Dirks Bentley in yeah. in 2019 at the very beginning, so. which was really fun because I'm a I'm a country music fan. Um, but it was, and I don't think you knew this at the time either. But I first got into country music when I was doing surveillance, mm-hmm. usually in Sault Ste. Marie. I was in my car by myself a lot. And and country music uh, really, you know, I could sing along, but it didn't amp me up the way uh, hip-hop or, or pop or top five, you mm-hmm. know, when I, it would just kind of relax me while I was in my car. Um, but Dirk Bentley was the artist that, uh, whose song first kind of caught my, caught my ear and, and, you know, I'd find myself singing randomly at my hotel later on. So yeah. he was my first kind of hook into country music and uh, I had never been to an actual country concert. So it was really cool that, that my first country concert um, was from the artist that got me hooked. Into yeah, country. and it was at the Saddle Dome uh, yeah. in Calgary, right down the road from uh, from our house. So, so you know, that was, that was good. Um, but Calgary doesn't have a big music scene uh, in terms of, like, indie, but it does have a lot of big acts that mm-hmm. come through. Um, so, uh, you know, another concert we saw winter sleep which was in a smaller intimate kind of a theater space which was yeah, really good Stephen Ave, I forget yeah what it was called. Uh, like coliseum or something uh but anyways uh their winter sleep is one of my favorite bands they're from nova scotia um we we saw this amazing tim baker concert yeah um tim baker is uh was the 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 front man for hey rosetta um from newfoundland uh they are they're an incredible band and actually the the intro and outro music uh is by hey rosetta it's a it's a song called carry me home and i think hey rosetta was the first concert we went, we to, went as to a couple yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh yeah just hey rosetta they they have so many great albums uh and tim baker has a a, a couple of solo albums and they're amazing too and we got to go see a solo uh show of his mm-hmm. we've been to a whole bunch of hey rosetta we saw their third last show um, Toronto, yeah, yeah their sec their last show in toronto and then they had two more in, in A- adam was devastated when that when the band said that they were parting ways yeah we paid about 10 times the <laughs> ticket value to go see a concert and we we kind of rearranged our lives to go see because it was going to be one of their last concerts yeah. and, and i was not dealing well with it so it was our christmas gift to each other yeah and, um, but it's like i've definitely uh taken more of a love of canadian music since dating you and mm-hmm. uh have like now some of my favorite artists and and concerts that i've seen are canadian artists um mm-hmm. and so yeah that's yeah we'll I, probably end up doing a, a show about all of our favorite music that mm-hmm. we like to travel to and, and that but um and then so yeah amazing tim baker concert and then uh for my birthday that year you got me tickets to go see um, walk off the earth so uh, that was at the sate which is the uh the local uh college in in southern alberta here um and so it was a amazing show like it's an it, auditorium yeah show it was an auditorium of. show and it was it was such a loud and big and like fireworks and that kind of you know uh show it was, it was a very very energetic show so really like that so those are the shows we saw in 2019 um we also got into we're some... We're going to say a lot throughout this episode. Thank God we did that in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Yeah, definitely. Um, but we also started something uh, at the beginning of 2019 that we kind of been... 
uh, mulling about for a while. Um, and it was our first entrepreneurial endeavor together. So uh, what happened to kind of spur us to kind of get into what we were getting into? Yeah, so, uh, you know, ever since we became a couple, um, we always had kind of dreams and goals and, and chats about eventually one day becoming um, an entrepreneurial team and, and doing stuff for ourselves. Um, you know, that that kind of started happening for me in my first year university. You know, I said I, I knew in my first year that I wasn't going to end up following through um, on the career path that I initially had gone to university for. Um, and that's when I kind of started having that inclination that I was going to end up working for myself. So, you know, in the in the 10 years from from that moment until when we met, I had really kind of started fostering those plans and visions and ideas. And then, you know, luckily when we met, you were kind of entrepreneurial. Um, you had a, an entrepreneurial spark as well. You mm -hmm. had done some of your own um, smaller entrepreneurial. Back in Halifax. Yeah, yeah. when you were in, in culinary school and stuff. So, it, you know, we luckily just kind of connected on that, that level and mm -hmm. started building um, goals and, and visions of what that could look like together. Yeah. And, and our first project like that that we did was kind of even before it was a thing. Yeah, well, it kind of happened by, by had to happen. Yeah. Um, can't remember if it was 2016 or 2017, but my, my mom was retiring from teaching um, and I really wanted to have a, a retirement party for her. Um, so, you know, I kind of connected with my dad on it and said we wanted to do something. And so I kind of started planning um, a little something for one of our weeks off out of camp. We were going to plan to go to, mm -hmm. to Burlington and, and have this surprise party for her. Um, and so, but I didn't want us to cook. I wanted us to enjoy. So I started looking into to caterers um, and I, I just wasn't finding anything that, that I loved. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my mom loves kind of Mediterranean, well, Italian Mediterranean cuisine, just kind of healthy stuff, salmon, chicken, mm -hmm. uh, salads. And all the places I was looking into had very... Um, you know, here's your package A, package B, this is what it comes with, this mm -hmm. is the price, select yours and have a nice day. And so I just, I couldn't get on board with, with paying for something that I knew wasn't going to be thoroughly uh, enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And so after looking around for a bunch of different things and, and finding nothing, you know, I, I said, I know this isn't what we wanted to do, but would you mind if we, if we planned a menu and, and cooked it ourselves and, and kind of did that that part of it and so that's what we did yeah and we planned a menu at camp we we got to burlington we went out and bought all the food and and you know we had to tell her early i think because yeah, we, we were we kept it a surprise until when we got there mm -hmm. um and then we told her kind of i think two days before it was yeah, happening we gave her an invite we gave her an invitation to her own party yeah. <laughs> but i i knew my mom and if she didn't have the chance to have the house cleaned and and look like there yeah, was yeah. just no way we were going to pull it off without her knowing something was up yeah um, so we had to go and like you know buy a chafing dish from michael's or or whatever just to throw away one and and we planned the menu and and it went really well except except we didn't really get to spend time with anybody there um my mom had an amazing time. She loved it, but the your sister flew yeah, in. We got to keep one surprise. Yes, is that uh, my sister flew in from the Caymans, and she got there kind of later at night because she had to fly in that day. So, so my mom. But did it was have, really nice surprise. She had one big surprise on the day of, but uh, 
but yeah, the day ended and I was like, oh my God, did I even like talk to half the people that came or mm-hmm. thank them for coming? Like we were, uh, we were pretty wrapped up in, in the production of it. Yeah. Um, which was totally fine, but it, it really kind of inspired once we got to Calgary. Mm-hmm. So February, 2019, um, you know, we've been in Calgary almost a year now. We're settled into our jobs. We're settled into our apartment, uh, kind of just in the flow of what life looks for us here in Calgary. So we kind of, you know, got back around to, all right, so what now, now that we're settled, now that we've Mm -hmm. gotten engaged and done all these things that we said we were going to do once we had real life (laughs) underway, um, what are some of the bigger goals and whatnot that, that we want to get into achieving and of course Be, uh, becoming entrepreneurs that so was at the forefront we thought we thought our first uh, foray into that space would be to do what we did for your mom but for anybody in Calgary who wanted and and I had I had done uh, relaxed dinner parties in Halifax for a couple of years while I was in culinary school with a guy from my class and continued on as just odd jobs while I was working around in the city and and nothing really spectacular, just something, you know, that every couple of months I'd get a gig and have a little extra, you know, pocket money. So, um, And we call it catering, but it's not really catering. It's more like personal chef yeah. uh, experience. Yeah, but so we, we refined it more when we started it up again. So we used the name, but we came up with a new graphic and new logo. We started a website. Yeah, we, so we took the concept. Yeah. Um, and, but when you floated the idea at the time um it really connected for me because Mm -hmm. i was like yes that's exactly what i wish i could have come across for my mom's party um so that we could have just been part of the moment Mm -hmm. instead of cooking um or even if you have food dropped off to a catered event you still have to like monitor it and make sure it's full and and yeah it's it's still a lot of work even if you're not cooking so like our goal was to, and again with the name, relaxed dinner parties, was to allow people to relax at their own dinner party. Mm-hmm. So we would come to their house after going through a menu, creating a menu with them. Yeah, that was the, the one big, of the key things. It was bespoke. Yeah. So we, we wanted to make sure that you were, the, the client, the guest was telling us what they wanted and that we could then turn that into an actual and they could be part of the process and yeah you know and then we create pricing accordingly based on what they wanted and stuff but but it we love the fact that we were allowing people to create their own moment Mm -hmm. um and helping them facilitate so so we started up this business we just started with instagram and a in a and a web page it was a perfect initial thing for us because it was no low investments. Risk. Yeah, no overhead. Like well, we would go very to we overhead. would go to people's houses and cook in their homes using their equipment and some of our own that we would bring, mostly our own. But <laughs> um, but you know, uh, we didn't have any overhead because we didn't we were cooking in people's homes. So. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a big initial investment. Um, it gave us the chance to just use it for what it was, and that was a first step for us. Yeah. Uh, a, a trial way, run, a way to test our theories, to yeah. kind of dip our toes in the water, and start to put our, our yeah, yeah, make connections, put our name out there. So. But it was something that you know, if if we decided to go in a different direction, or when you know when life kind of changed, it was something that could be um, 
adapted or or phased out or whatever we needed it to with mm-hmm. little amount of hassle so yeah. it was a perfect first step for us yeah and we could just we you know we we started it in february and we got our first gig in may yeah and that yeah. was okay because yeah there was and that's you know how we've kind of decided to approach entrepreneurship <laughs> entrepreneurialism um with just kind of pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves but not pressuring ourselves to hit anybody else's expectations you know we we just kind of approached it with we were doing this for us because it's a goal of ours and important and um we wanted to learn stuff from it but you know if we didn't have 500 followers in two days or if we didn't have our first gig within a month like that was that was not our intention or Mm -hmm. our goal um so yeah we just kind of we, we were still both working full time. Yeah. So we kind of And we, just were, we were starting to plan a wedding. Yeah. So um, but we, we had our first gig. Uh, it was uh, your your personal trainer yeah, from I Good was, Life. Yeah. I, went, I was going to Good Life and uh, I was seeing a trainer, Ashley. And so she, you know, kind of obviously knew what was going on in my life. And I would chat with her about, about stuff we were doing. And so I was kind of telling her what, what Relax was and, and what we were hoping to do with it and stuff. And... and she you know it was coming up on mother's day it was may her parents live in edmonton and they were coming down and she said you know i really want to get my mom something this year that that i think she'll truly love i think the year before she had gotten something for her that (laughs) that was a miss and uh and you know she just she wanted to do something um kind of meaningful and just uh something fun and so so she planned so she hired us to plan um a mother's day brunch with her mom and her brother and her dad and so we went and and did an interactive dinner party experience so we yep. we planned the menu all with ashley and then we went and and they got to be involved in the process we kind of showed them what we were doing yep. they got to be hands-on and then they got to sit down and and enjoy a nice meal together while we tidied up and stuff yep um, and that's exactly what we wanted to do so our first our first uh you know event was was a success and we were we were super psyched and and we got to meet her fan like her yeah, family was we, so we had sweet really good connections and it yeah. was just that really was like a hook for us i think mm-hmm. um, yeah and then then we had uh we eventually got our second gig a little later on i think in june yeah late yep. later june it later was a june. referral from from ashley yep. from ashley's connections same kind of a thing it was a late mother's day kind of a get together and i think it was another four people four or five, five. Yeah. yeah so yeah same thing uh you know tim knew ashley and saw through her uh, social media what she was doing and, and thought that'd be a perfect um, late Mother's Day gift because his his mom doesn't live in town or something like that so um, so yeah he that was a fun menu to plan and, yep. and we went to his place and, and did uh, that was a dinner yeah oh, that was another dinner um, not a brunch sorry but uh, yeah did dinner for his mom and his aunt and mm-hmm. his partner and uh, his grandma yeah and we had last a yeah we had a great time they were um great. and then from that we got another quick little kind of a weekend gig for uh mom biz mom, well it was called mompreneur mompreneur at the time yeah so um, they had a, a weekend seminar that we we went and did uh smoothies and kind of little yeah, breakfast canapes yep yeah. yeah. um and then uh we had a, a, a fourth gig that was yeah, so that was oh, I can't remember. That was 
September, actually. Okay. So we had May, June, September, and then our next couple gigs were in November. Yep. So again, it was just a really laid back pace. It was um, just a fun thing for us to do every once in a while. The plan, we put a lot of planning into it, so it would take a lot of time, but we loved that. Yeah. And it, of course, we love planning. But. Yeah. Um, but the two events that we had right at the beginning of November, they were mm-hmm. kind of back to back weekends. Um, those were super fun. Uh, the the two ladies that that hired us for each one, uh, our riot, we're still, you know, close. We're still friends with them yep. uh, today, and and so the first one we did um, was for Tanya, who's a huge foodie. Yeah. Um, she has her own food blog, and you know her her social media pages are very uh, food centric, and yep. um, and she wanted to do like a, a girls' night in uh, plated dinner, yep. and so you know we had a lot of fun designing the menu with her. Yeah, they, they had a lot of, uh, there was some, uh, you know, allergies or intolerances and some preferences. And, and it really pushed us to uh, create a menu that was, that everyone could eat and, and, and enjoy. And enjoy. So we ended up making a, um, we did a, a parsnip and coconut ice cream, which was really cool. We're, st- uh, you know, it was a, uh, uh, it was we, we did probably six batches. Oh yeah, we did a lot <laughs> we had to of. Figure that one yeah, out. we had to put some work into it, but that's what we really liked about that event was uh, it was a really, it was fun. a really fun thing to plan and execute. Um, and yeah, we did a nice, beautiful cold rice salad, like a wild rice salad, which isn't normally something that I would put on a menu, but it's something that she wanted, and and so. We we made a beautiful rice salad with some roasted vegetables and some like earthy uh, vinaigrette flavors and and it really turned out well. So um, you know, and it was very cool because she she's a big uh, again foodie and lover of the East Coast. She mm-hmm. had just done um, like a food tour, like yep. a PEI food, food tour, tour trip uh, in the fall. Um, so she had made a bunch of connections there, and one of them was uh, sommelier. Um, from PEI mm-hmm. so you know she took our the menu, menu the menu yep. that we were doing and her her sommelier friend from PEI paired it with wines and stuff for her to to serve um so that was a lot of fun like yeah. it, it tied in the east coast for us yeah like we got to really chat cool. we got to chat a lot with her about about east coast stuff and and so yeah I think I think it was about 12 people that she had over for yep. for the dinner and it was all ladies and so I had a riot like they were hilarious um, and it was really, really fun. Yeah. And then uh, kind of our last gig that we did of 2019 uh, was for Kimberly and her family. So Kimberly was actually one of our first nat like we were sitting at home. We got a, an email and it was our first email connection. I think it was through our website. Yeah. So she she went and she filled out the the website contact us form and we were so stoked because the other ones we had kind of gotten um, well we had actually booked um, Kimberly really early yes yeah, yeah so so it was still early in our process and and we hadn't had gigs and stuff so it was very exciting to get this email we talked with her she is a riot she's so fun uh, and she's a big foodie and like home like cook at home lover yeah. and 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 so she gave us a recipe that she wanted. She was uh, hosting a the day after a wedding uh, present opening brunch. Yeah, for the so families. her son yeah. her son was getting married, and she wanted to have uh, the two you know newly united immediate families over for 
for brunch the next day to open gifts. And, and we had to nail the cinnamon buns because that was a family thing. <laughs> yeah. And like it was and a she, lot of pressure. We, we made three or four or five batches of those also. Which I didn't mind eating. Yeah. Like taste testing's excellent. Yeah. Um, but but she, you know, was more than than capable of being able to, to cook and host a, a wonderful brunch for her family. Um, but again, like she was a very early reach out for us. And it mm-hmm. was really exciting because, you know, she was a prime example of exactly why we wanted to do relaxed yep. dinner parties because, you know, she could cook a, a delicious meal for her, her family, but she still wanted to have that, that, you know, same quality and, and, um, uniqueness in, in meal planning that she would do for herself, but yep. she wanted to step away and just enjoy the time with, with her family. So, yeah. Uh, and it was a great bunch. Like we had oh, such we had a fun so time. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was, you know, we, we really kind of, we really enjoyed the connections that relaxed dinner parties were bringing us. We were, you know, kind of getting more into the local YYC scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a really amazing scene. It's very supportive, the local community of small businesses. I think that was the two um, biggest exciting surprises we had in moving to yeah. this area. Um you know, we knew we loved the mountains. We knew this, the city would kind of work for us, but we had no idea just how amazing the food scene specifically was yep. here. And we had no idea what a stellar um, entrepreneurial community there was here and just mm-hmm. love of local and support of local. And and the East Coast has that too um, on a more art, artisan level and like small, mm-hmm. like a more crafty level. Smaller scale, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, and we hadn't ever lived together in that environment before. So we were just blown away. Yeah. So it was, you know, like it's so motivating. Yeah. We, we were, we're, we're loving Calgary. We've got great jobs. We've got a great little side hustle that suits us when we need it. Um, and, and we've, we're engaged and now we've got a big wedding to plan and we knew we weren't going to be getting married out here. And so um, we had decided that we were going to be getting married on the East Coast. Uh, Nick, I grew up there. Nikki obviously has a strong affection for the <laughs> East Coast. Um, and we just we kind of knew that that's where we wanted to get married. Um, so, you know, we started researching and just like the apartments, you know, Nikki had uh, all of the journal entries with each specific spot. We wanted to go check out a couple different places in Prince Edward Island and in Nova Scotia to see where the venue was going to be for the wedding. And then we would start like planning, planning. Yeah, we didn't know exactly because, you know, Adam's from Halifax. So that was obviously a natural area to look into Nova Scotia. Um, but I also like PEI is my favorite place on the planet. I spent a lot of time out there. Adam's parents have a it's a cottage, but it's kind of like a second house for them on a Panier Island. So, you know we've been out there so much as a couple and they're out there all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so PEI was also a very strong contender. Yeah. Um, so we kind of picked a couple places in, in both provinces. Yeah. And so we went to PEI first and we did the round there and we saw the places there. Yeah. So in June of uh, uh, 20, June. Yeah. yeah. June and then 2019, we took a week and yeah. <laughs> abandoned the cats and, <laughs> and yeah. went wedding venue Thank hunting. you for Dino for taking care of yes. them. Um, uh, but so so we went out to the East Coast. We, we checked out some places uh, in PEI. Then we came back to Halifax. Um, and uh, we 
the place that we were both very excited to go see um, was turned out to be the place that we actually went with. Yeah, we always kind of have a an inclination of what we really want, but you know, we still we still do our due diligence and make sure we're not missing anything and and still explore a couple different options. But yeah. I think we knew uh, deep down what we really wanted to work out. Um, and it's a, it's a place just outside of Halifax. It's actually right down the road from Peggy's Cove. Mm-hmm. That's called Oceanstone Seaside Resort. Um, yeah. And the for me, this place, I had mentioned it to Adam, you know, actually not too long after we got engaged, kind of hesitantly because I didn't know, you know, what your thoughts would be on it. Um, we had decided that uh, you, the traditional... Uh, hotel convention center like the weddings you do all the time was Mm -hmm. not our style so we knew we wanted something outdoors something a little more um personalized intimate personal family um but you know so and this was slightly more like they're they have food on site they Mm -hmm. do their own catering and stuff so it was a little more hotel than we had kind of initially thought Mm -hmm. um so i wasn't sure how you were gonna react to it um i had no idea what you know cost of it was anything like that we had you know picked a budget that we really wanted to stick to and uh but the funny place about or the funny thing about this place was that i had been there a bunch of times before um even before i met adam you know uh, clearly i explore the east coast a lot so i had randomly found it years before um before i even moved there uh, on one of my my Sunday drives mm-hmm. down to, you know, Peggy's Cove and, and it's such a gorgeous property. And, um, you know, my friend Tara and I have been out there and spent, you know, did a girls weekend out there. And, and when I did move there in 2015, um, my sister came down, she was still living in Ontario. She came down for a couple of weeks and we went and toured all across PEI. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in Nova Scotia, we went to Peggy's Cove and, and I stopped into Oceanstone. And I said, you just, you know, you have to see this property. It's it's beautiful. And you and I had just started seeing each other. Yeah. I mean, like three weeks in and then I left camp to, to move to Nova Scotia. And so I took her to Oceanstone and they actually had it set up for a ceremony. I don't know if it had just happened or was going to happen. So we were walking around and it's right on the water and we were standing by the arbor and my sister is a very intuitive person. Um, she's very into into all that entails. And she looked at the property and she looked at the water and, and all the setup. And, and she turned and looked at me and goes, you and Adam are going to get married here. <laughs> and mm. I was just like, okay, uh, crazy lady, let's slow the train down a little bit <laughs> like we literally just got married or just got married we literally just started seeing each other yep. uh i am nowhere near even thinking about that but she was right and she was like well that's too bad it's gonna happen yep. so, <laughs> so it eventually we we made the decision we went we had a little but, bit of a tasting yeah when i mentioned it to you though yep. uh you surprisingly took to it really yeah really fast well i really like the idea of having like a space that would be like ours uh for uh, like a day or two like where you really took inspiration from when we were in jasper yeah with your parents having here. having a couple of cabins with you know where everybody had their own space but we also had a larger communal space um i, j- I just really latched on to the idea that 
we wanted this to be a nice, intimate family wedding where, you know, because all the guest our... list was like un, like a hundred or under. Yeah. And all of our family and friends live all across the country. You know, my sisters in the Caymans. So our families and friends have never had mm-hmm. the opportunity to to meet a lot of them or spend time together. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we really kind of knew that that was we wanted to bring everybody together so we could just have a a, a formal meeting of the family yeah so but but just a really laid back relaxed yeah. uh you know no crazy wedding pressure just you know we'd be having the ceremony we'd be getting married but it'd be more about just the togetherness and, and yeah. spending time getting to know each other um or our families getting to know each other and so the the kind of theme for our wedding very quickly became you know, weekend at the cottage, Sunday, Sunday dinner. family yeah. dinner kind of. Yeah, and, and Ocean Stone was the perfect property yeah. for that. So so we left Halifax in June to come back to Calgary um, with the decision made that we were going to be getting married at Ocean Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now the real planning started yeah. to happen. Um, planning a wedding from the other side of the country is very difficult, especially when you have like very specific ideas and intentions like Nikki and I had for the wedding. Um, but our first big uh, kind of vendor that we we uh, started a relationship was our photographer. Yeah, that was way back. Like that was in February. Yeah, yeah. So we we knew that we wanted to have a really good photographer. Uh, that we wanted to build a relationship with them because uh, Nikki and I aren't you know models, and we don't you know on a daily basis take our photographs uh, or have our photographs taken rather. So. Um, you know, to have somebody who knew us and would be able to know what moments to catch just by, you know, mm-hmm. knowing who we are. And that was kind of the mentality behind all our vendors. Like yeah. We wanted, um, you know, our vendor relationships to be more than just business transactions because that's that's the value and how we wanted to execute entrepreneurship. You know, we mm-hmm. any client that we worked with or people that we connected with through um, doing our own thing we we wanted to genuinely connect with so when we were looking for vendors that was very much something that mm-hmm. that we wanted to focus on yeah and and so yeah we we our photographer laura um yeah we came across her through just you know reaching out to different photographers and and we had reached out to a friend of hers who who when we told her you know what we were looking for uh, time frame wise and stuff couldn't couldn't commit to it and she referred us to laura and uh, you know some things are just meant to be. <laughs> yeah, and and so Laura's great. We instantly connected with her, and and we just knew we wanted her to be our photographer uh, for our engagement photos and for the day of. So we we started planning on bringing her to Nova Scotia with us. Yeah. Um, to shoot our day down there, and and you know we were so psyched for that. We. Um, yeah, her, her photographs are beautiful. She's immensely talented. Yeah. Um, but she is just a wonderful human being. Yep, and then so uh, and and uh, Roberta at uh, at Ocean Stone. <laughs> yeah, she um, was on mat leave when we were there in June, but but lucky for us, she uh, had come back. She came back from mat leave a little early, mm-hmm. um, and and she is also she's the wedding coordinator, event manager at Ocean yep. Stone, and um, just again somebody that we instantly connected with. Uh, we we still haven't met in person, but mm-hmm. we uh, you know just very much somebody that we would be friends with yeah. outside of wedding planning <laughs> and that's what we were kind of looking for and she yeah. is phenomenal in what she does and has definitely made 
the process very or made the process when we were planning it very easy yeah and then uh our last big vendor out east that we had to get uh, in touch with was our floral vendor and uh, and that was uh a barefoot blooms mm -hmm. and yeah, uh, denise, denise. Yeah. and and she was amazing because she took our crazy idea to have a farm style table centerpiece yeah like um, a harvest yeah like, like a harvest legit harvest yeah, with with vegetables raw vegetables and fruit and and by the way we just spoiled that surprise for any of our guests <laughs> yeah. well it's gonna be a couple of years yeah. anyway, but so we we had this crazy idea we we told her about it and she took three hours on a zoom call with us to like you know really really we sort know nothing of, about flowers no and she we just we know it would, would have turned out to be amazing um and again this is we had to do all this over zoom or skype or whatever but zoom wasn't a thing yet because it's still 2019 yeah. like 2020 <laughs> hasn't hit yet yeah. so um you know nobody knows people were still doing it but it just wasn't as frequent as it is now so it was odd for us to try to make a, a meaningful connection with these people that yeah, we were missing the hands-on component yeah. for sure yeah and and so you we know, had to do we found a, a dessert place um because yeah. we didn't want like a traditional wedding cake so yeah. we found a place out east called delectable desserts that yeah. does like tarts and and so we had to send your parents like your parents they, did our dessert tasting yeah, for they, us they didn't mind yeah <laughs> but yeah so so we we skyped or facetimed with them while, while they, they were eating their, yeah, so, their desserts so there was definitely hands-on pieces that we were yeah. that we were missing out on but yeah. uh you know all things considered everything was going yeah. really smoothly and and but we also again had a very clear vision and that we didn't want it to be a huge to do we wanted it to be small we wanted to be intimate um mm -hmm. not crazy complicated so we really tried to to do everything we could to to keep that that vibe yeah and then the last big piece of the wedding uh, was of course the the bride's lovely wedding dress. Oh yeah, I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah. So my mom's one request uh, was for the wedding planning was to to be part of my my dress trying on process, dress picking process, um, which was my least uh, thing or my least favorite thing that I was looking forward to about planning. Um, if you listen to my episode, you know, clothes shopping is my number one nemesis. So I was really not looking forward. That was that part of it was feeling very stressful to me. So um, but she was going to come down and, and we were going to go do that together. And I wanted to, to kind of get some of the legwork out of the way to, to try and make the most of her time here and, and hopefully not have it be a stressful process. Mm -hmm. um, so I started reaching out to, to different bridal places and. There was this shop uh, in Inglewood in called Love No Bridal that I had been following on Instagram. And again, I didn't want a big, uh, crazy traditional dress. I wanted, I just wanted something that was uh, elegant, but that I was going to feel very comfortable in. Uh, we were going to be getting married on the water. So, you know, I didn't want a big puffy thing. Mm -hmm. um, and their dresses are just stunning. Um, so I went and checked them out. They, their original shop is in Vancouver. I popped in and at the time I, I didn't know, but I met the owner. She was in town for the weekend or something like that. And she was just wonderful, made me feel so comfortable. So I booked a consultation. And so that was in September that I went for that. My mom was or my parents were coming in October. And uh, my consultant, Annie, was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like I just that was the first place I went to. That was the first place I tried on a dress. And um, 
I felt comfortable in all of their dresses and I had fun and she was just she was so I had told her ahead of time like this is a stressful process for me and she just I'll never really be able to explain how uh, special she made that moment for me Um, and so so I fell in love with their dresses they were kind of above the budget (laughs) I was thinking because I was Mm -hmm. I was keeping a very cheap budget for myself because I didn't want to spend a lot of money on something that you know wasn't a an enjoyment for me um and so i started thinking okay how am i gonna work this because i have to get one of these dresses and she was like you know we're we're having our our launch party for the the calgary um shop i think it was the next day or like two days later yeah, or something like very, that very quick and she was like you should come um which is not normally you know an event or activity that i I'd, I'd go to i manipulated you into coming with me well she told me it would be a great opportunity to network for relaxed dinner parties because you know brides we wanted to do wedding brunches or or you know bridesmaid brunches or whatever and this would have been a great opportunity yeah so we roll up yeah and there's it's packed already Mm -hmm. uh, and there's like 50 I look in the window and there's 50 women and not a man in sight (laughs) except for maybe the owner's husband yeah (laughs) or Andy's husband Yeah. yeah And uh, we get out of the car and he was just like, please don't hate me. I am so sorry, but this is not. He's like, I'm leaving. (laughs) I bailed. I got in an Uber and went home and 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 Nikki went in. Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, well, I'll stay. And I bought, you know, took out 20 bucks or I was going to take out 20 bucks for raffle tickets for the the grand prize. Oh, she told me that they were raffling off a dress as the grand prize. So I was going to take out 20 bucks and Adam was just like, just take 40, like just give it a go. (laughs) So um, I bought $40 worth of raffle tickets and I didn't know anybody there. So I just spent the whole night like circling the room, eating, oh, Gray's, uh, Gray's YYC had, or the Gray's company had done the tables. Like Mm -hmm. there was an amazing spread. So I just spent the night like circling like a weirdo by myself waiting for this draw, looking at dresses. Um, and I think I had like 80 tickets cause they were, you know, they weren't selling them for, for too, too expensive. Yep. And, uh, I won. She won her <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> I literally started bald. Like I was a mess. I was like, yep. I can't believe this just happened to me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and they so, were so excited cause I had literally just been in the day before whatever yep. it was and, and had chatted with the owner and just all this stuff so. yeah and and so you didn't get a dress that night you got no. you got a credit to go in to do a, yeah. a wedding dress so and, so yeah in october um when my parents were here my sister actually ended up coming down at the same time so mm-hmm. i got to uh go to love note and with my mom and my sister and just have a really like stress-free wonderful experience of of picking a wedding dress and so mm-hmm. that's a really that was a really special moment yeah and uh and you know we had so much fun planning the wedding um and you know we'll we'll tell you about the wedding in uh 20 yeah, in the next to, episode we'll when get we into get the into 2020 2020 <laughs> but um version. but you know uh when you're engaged you have a lot of people visiting um you know especially if you're from out of town it's exciting news people want to see you so uh, again, we'd been traveling a lot before we got to Calgary, so we kind of told everybody in our life, if you want to see us, you know where we are. 
and so um you know we had we had a friend from camp come out ryan um his his mom and his sister live in in airdrie uh just outside of the city yeah more small world yeah and and he he lives in winnipeg and we met him at camp but so he came out to visit his uh, his family and so we went out and hung out with them a little bit uh had some soda pops at his mom's and then came into town and we just had a really good night with with one of our good buddies from out of town. We got to show him the city. Um, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, the fall of 2019 was very busy with visitors. So. Lot, lots of visitors. So yeah, Ryan was our first one. Um, we yeah we had a crazy night with him. Uh, then we had uh, my parents come in for a couple of days. Yeah, um, they were they had done like a a bigger trip and they were ending it in Vancouver, so they kind of. Popped in to see us for a couple nights. And yeah, and uh, and one uh, funny little story about that is, uh, I we were we were meeting them at the airport. Uh, and no, I you were working. I was working. Yeah, I picked them up at the airport. Okay, and then and the first time I saw them though, I had glasses on for the first time. Uh, I I needed glasses for probably twenty oh, years. Sorry, you're right. You were at the airport, and then we dropped you off at work yeah. on the way home. Yeah. yeah. So so my parents had come out of the the terminal, and they were looking for me, and they saw somebody with glasses and like no that's not adam and then i started waving but uh yeah i needed glasses for a long time and my mom was very right many years ago (laughs) that i needed to get them but uh nikki took me one day so now i have glasses um but you know so uh, my parents came in town it was just after your birthday and just before my birthday we're we're both september yeah um September 14th-ish yep. that they came in. Yeah, and we spent a nice day at the zoo with them. We'd never been to the zoo, uh, and we saw some pandas and just a lot. Like, it, it was a really good time. We got to spend, uh, you know, a couple days with them before they, they went off to Grand Prairie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, your parents and your sister came in October. Um, yeah. Your your parents went back to Ontario and your yeah, sister. So, so my sister had flown in from the Cayman. She did a week in Ontario. Then they came up here all together, the three of them, mm-hmm. for a week. Uh, we took them down to Waterton to an Airbnb that we love down there. And just because uh, the year before when my parents were here, we did like Canmore and Banff and all that. So and my sister had been there before, too. So we took them down to Waterton, yep. uh, spent some just really good quality time, the five of us together. It was really, really wonderful. Yep. <laughs> my sister was supposed to fly back out with them a week later, and, and she decided last minute that cause she had actually like she had a month off work or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and she decided last minute that, nope, she wasn't going back with them. Yep. So, uh, you know, she, she stayed with us. She went out to Canmore for about a week by herself and, and just hung out in the mountains because we were back at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it, it turned out really awesome because we got an extended visit with her, which, again, thankfully, because then nobody had yep. visits from anybody in 2020. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the, that was a really fun trip yeah um, and then we also actually uh we tried to organize a full bridal party uh kind of a weekend here in calgary again my my groomsmen for the wedding were they're all from the east coast and yeah. your bridesmaids were kind of ontario uh east coast cayman island so so we knew we weren't going to be having traditional showers or bachelorette parties or yeah. stag and does or any of that kind of thing so we um, we invited anybody uh in the party who could come out and was able to um and yeah we just we just picked a time frame we said whoever can come yeah. come we'll we'll rent we'll rent a cottage in the mountains and we'll just go and spend a week there and yeah. just kind of relax and 
uh, it, as it turns out, uh, just it, my my groomsmen were able to come up, so it kind of turned into... Yeah, none of my girls could come. Well, my sister could have come, but she decided to come in October when mm-hmm. my parents were going to be there. But yeah, it turned out to be a, a boys and the bride yeah. <laughs> week. And which was, which was awesome because, um, you know, uh, these are the guys that I grew up with and... It was really important for me. They had met you. Yeah. Uh, we had been, when we were in Halifax, we We'd would We'd always spend, do a night with the... Yeah. yeah, a hangout. We'd go to a bar or whatever or, or, or play some pool or something. But this was a chance for them to really like to see and to spend time. G- get to know you. And it was important for me for them to see... And it was nice because your your best man couldn't come. Yeah. But I knew your best man because he worked up at camp uh, with camp, us. So yeah. it was, yeah, so it was just your three groomsmen. So I actually got to... To hang out with them. Yeah, a little more extensively than we had before. And so what we had planned was uh, they kind of came into town staggered uh, one day at a time, um, uh, right in between. Like so, one came in on the sixteenth, one came in on the seventh or the eighteenth, which is my birthday, and then one came in on the nineteenth. And on the seventeenth, when was our we, we we one of the days we had to leave the guys and whatever number they were here. Oh, the nineteenth. Yeah, so the nineteenth. So they we had to leave Kenny and Tyler in in uh, Calgary. in Calgary, and we went out to the mountains with Laura to Kananaskis to where we got engaged, so we could have our engagement photos. Yeah, and, which was a we had such an amazing yeah uh, engagement a, shoot with yeah, her. It was so awesome. We we were so happy with the pictures. Um, and then we came back into town, into Calgary, and Brian had made his way from the airport, so now all the guys were here. And the next day, we packed up the, the Kia, and we, we went down to... Uh, this podcast is not sponsored by <laughs> Kia. <laughs> no. uh, we went down to Waterton. We wanted to take the guys and, and show them kind of the life that we had you know, been building in Calgary. We, the things. we really love Waterton, so yeah. we always try and take people down there. Yeah, so we found this really nice Airbnb. We went there. Uh, we spent some time. We went down to Montana to head up to Logan's Pass, which is a, a big mountain. Yeah, Glacier Waterton National Park on the Canada side and Glacier National Park on the on Montana side yeah. are just some of the most breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, landscapes you'll... yeah we drove up into the clouds uh we showed we showed the guys some mountains that they've never seen yeah. and, and that was uh that was really exciting for us and, mm-hmm. and we you know waterton's beautiful in its own right and we went on a, a you know an hour-long horseback ride yeah, to the mountain place to go horseback riding yeah and and so the guys got to experience that and that was what we wanted we wanted them to see and we wanted anybody who could come to see kind of you know what what we do out here in in Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we had a great time with them, and then as Nikki was saying, her parents uh, they had, they of course had to go home. The 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 dudes. Yeah. And then different. the next month, when Nikki's parents and her sister came up, we rented the exact same Airbnb because we loved it so much. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was just a nice, quaint little farmhouse. Um and and it was three bedrooms so it fit perfectly and we just we had a Lots great of time. Lots farm animals around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and and so you know it was twenty nineteen was crazy busy. Mm-hmm. We did so much. We had so much to plan, so much to organize, so much to do. Um, and I kind of ended the year um with a big kind of push for work. Um, 
uh, in the place uh, at the the hotel Christmas time is always very busy but in November I went to Vancouver for a week for uh, work training and got to just see some really or experience some really awesome restaurants um, we had been there before but only for an overnight so yeah. it was nice to go spend like a week in the city unfortunately you weren't able to come because you were working but yeah. um but yeah, it was a good time in Vancouver, um, and then I came back, and the last thing that I did for work for 2020 was a, a tasting for, 2019. or sorry, 2019, uh, was a tasting for HSBC, uh, is a banking company from China, and, and they were having a very uh, prestigious uh, uh, Chinese New Year celebration in 2020, and um, they had kind of put out the uh, the bid to a couple of hotels in the in the city and they were doing tastings at all the properties and and you know they're very particular clients and they wanted a specific you know level of service and i guess nobody gave it to them including including my kitchen um and so they they wanted a another a second round of tasting and so i talked to the client we got a we got a really good game plan for that that menu and I, I put it together and thankfully we won the bid. Uh, I put it, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure we got that contract. Um, and it was a lot of kind of, uh, authentic, um, Asian cuisine, Chinese specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it wasn't, you know, my wheelhouse of food. Um, but I've got a great international staff or I had a great international staff there and they were, you know, we put together such a great menu and the clients were happy. Um, and that was, I was looking at pictures in my phone and that was December 20th uh, oh, yeah. of 2019. Yeah. And, and there's a reason why I'm talking about something specific from work um, because it's going to carry over uh, into 2020. Yeah. And then kind of the very last thing we did as part of 2019, um, you know, clearly you've picked up that, that we like to talk a lot. We like to plan a lot. We do mm -hmm. a lot of stuff together. Um, so we are always kind of thinking and planning and 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 doing um but we also try and have uh kind of reviews of of where we're at with all because yep. we always have so many balls in the air we kind of try and do uh check-in business meetings and we nikki call will them. take any excuse to do sushi so yeah. there's this place right <laughs> we can see it from our balcony called fusion sushi and it's all you can eat and they give you a tat like an ipad and they've got your menu and you can just order as many shrimp tempura and <laughs> crab fried wontons as you want yeah we can only do all you can eat because adam's not a fan of of actual like raw fish sushi and and i am so sushi a la carte does not work for us so she can get her stuff and i can get my stuff and we can sit for hours yeah and we like having big uh kind of check-in chats over sushi because it's it's laid back you can linger you can eat and and it's uh we just love doing it so yep. um kind of in between christmas and new year's of 2019 we we had our year in review check-in yeah we had a sushi night and uh you know had kind of just talked about everything that that was on the go and on the go for the new year um you know, Relax had had gone famously well for us. Again, like we didn't have any crazy expectations on ourselves or, or pressures or, or targets or anything. But but we were starting to get inquiries that we weren't able to do at the stage that we were at. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it kind of solidified that that entrepreneurship was something that we had to continue to pursue. I was very much at a point where I, I needed to get out of corporate. I knew that wasn't the path for me. I knew owning, like having my own business was mm -hmm. the path for me. And I was 
kind of past the point of being able to to just grin and bear it anymore. But we um, had a wedding coming up yeah, and we didn't so, want to disrupt our lives too, too much. Yeah, we didn't want to make any huge changes before the wedding. Um, so, you know, we had kind of, we were at a point where either Relax was going to have to kind of stay back burner um, and just kind of stay as it was or we were going to need to put and stay as it was so that we could kind of jump into the the next level of thought process that we had for what mm-hmm. we wanted to do which well, was the original thought was to get like a, a a market stall at like a farmer's market where we could produce some food yeah and, and kind of build something more concrete uh where we could you know have specific hours so to kind of transition us out of mm-hmm. corporate into an actual yeah, business. To have a, a business um, that would last even after we left in the three to five years that we'd kind of been talking about. We wanted to establish a business, have it up and running, and then be able to move on to the next project and have somebody else continue uh, with our quality and standards and the, the, the mentality that we want for the business. Yeah, so we were either going to have to do that or carry on with relax, but you know, make it more of a main focus, put more money into it, invest more uh, time and energy and commitment mm-hmm. into it to be able to take on these these inquiries that we were getting. Um, so, yeah, we kind of decided that night that, you know, our, our time frame-ish for being in Calgary would be another three to five years. Um, we wanted to go more the market stall route. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so and then and then eventually we would be moving back east yeah um at some point in that three to five year period to start the next phase of our entrepreneurial business which uh, which of course we already had ideas for yeah we had ideas we won't get into that (laughs) next but uh we'll get that into that later on but um you know we kind of made the decision that three to five years uh set something up here and we kind of had decided that you know once the wedding was done no matter what, I would kind of transition out yeah. of corporate and start working on, you know, the market store or whatever we were going to plan in the, you know, mm-hmm. between January and the wedding. Um, and then after the wedding, we'd really start actioning yeah. <laughs> these so, bigger things. So we ended 2019 with a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of positive a lot of motivation, a lot of inspiration. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of things to look forward to. Some really exciting stuff for us personally, professionally, uh, and and we were just ready to go. Um, so we're going to pick up the next episode in uh, the year 2020, um, and uh, we'll fill you in on, on what happened there. And uh, we just... we. Obviously, it was uh, not a dull moment for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> we're no different, but uh, it... Uh, We'll, we'll tell you how it goes. So we want to thank you so much for, for listening to this episode. Uh, we, we just love sharing our past journey and, and our future journeys with you. Um, so we want to thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you along the road. We want to thank you so much for listening today. Remember, hit that subscribe button. And if you like what we're doing here, remember, check us out on End of the Road Beginnings on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.
Do 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 do